welcome to the Cosmic Rodeo. I'm Alex. I'm Emily. And this is the coolest podcast in the cosmos. Today we're going to be talking about Lake City Quiet Pills. This one for me interests me a lot. What started as an investigation into two Reddit users evolved into a secret network of contract killers. Yeah, and also one of the most intriguing thing for me is the mystery behind who are these people. And it also involved with a lot of coding and secret messages. Yeah, this one goes very deep. It's got all the things I want out of a good movie. Yeah, like a really good thriller investigation movie. This is like a real life John Wick. We're going to just jump right into this one. Yes. In 2007 on Reddit, a mysterious user by the name of Religion of Peace popped up. At first glance, this user seemed like your everyday keyboard warrior. His user history shows he enjoyed arguing with people on political subreddit and reporting spam. Most of his posts focusing around his hate towards socialism and reporting anyone on Reddit self-promoting, telling spammers, quote, get the fuck off my internet. He didn't just hate English spammers, but responded to Japanese spam and Russian spam with slang insults in whatever language the original post was left in. He seemed to be a veteran often mentioning that he was discharged from the Navy. He also frequented posts that centered around CIA operations, the conflicts in the Middle East, cartel wars, and FBI serial murder investigations, often commenting about how he would evade detection after committing a murder or recommending what piano wire was best to strangle someone with. Lastly, he was also a moderator for subreddit call Jailbait, which says a lot about this personality type. What a weird guy. Fucking pedal. He seems like he was in the military. And it seems like he sounds like an old pedophile. Yeah, he does kind of seem like that. Yeah, you know, he, he reminds me of like a grandpa just yelling at kids to get off his lawn. Oh, yeah, don't play here. Should we go over some of his posts to try to find out a little bit more about him? Yes. About this mysterious character, Religion of Peace. Yes. Someone posted, if you die now, would you consider your life to be well lived? He replied, yes, I would. I'm 79 and ready to go at any time. I lived a very eventful life, full of excitement in the Chinese meaning of the word. I have seen a great portion of the world, visited many countries in times of trouble, and always done what I deemed best, whether it was paid or not. I fought to help people be free, stay free, stay alive how countries retained the government they wanted and to get rid of the ones that they didn't. He also posted a warning at the end saying, never run away to join the Navy or the circus. Trust me, kids, that's not the way you want to go. In another post, he stated, I was in the Navy until 45. I didn't see any land combat until Palestine in 47. So the user religion of peace claimed to join the Navy at 14, running away from his farm just to join the fight in World War II. He stated, it didn't take a lot to pass the warm body physical. And hell, no one batted an eye 
if you said you didn't have a birth certificate or a driver's license. I was on a bus to Bainbridge, Maryland the next day. In another post, he said he was discharged from the Navy for being discovered as enlisting as a minor. He also claimed to be on a ship rescuing survivors on D-Day. In a post labeled, Testimony of CIA Assassins Recruited from Navy SEALs Goes Online with Documents, with a linked article talking about how assassinations have become commonplace since the events of 9-11. He stated, LOL, I always get a laugh when I read articles demonstrating such naivete. Assassinations have been commonplace since the 50s. He also stated, I met some operators in Angola a long time ago. They did some good work there. In a post labeled, Pure Angel, Tens of thousands of hot Asian women. <laughs> Someone commented to Religion of Peace, that's the only pussy you'll ever see. Religion of Peace commented back, I spent almost 25 years in Asia. I've enjoyed the company of many Asian women. Unfortunately, those days are long since past. Where has he been? He claimed to spend time in many Asian countries, from Hong Kong <laughs> to Vietnam Laos and even Thailand and he alluded to even more what I'm gathering if we took him at his word he's just this military man pervert retired old grouchy fuck right and he has been to everywhere yeah he's been all over the place but now no, none of the ladies love him like they used to <laughs> yeah. apparently another post he talked brazenly about rape and murder, commenting and posting about serial murders who had been caught or were on the run, labeling them, quote, high scores. In one post about Craigslist serial murderer, Philip Markov, he commented, quote, well, the Boston PD had the guy in custody. Looks like an average sort of guy. I wonder how many others he did before they caught on to him. Getting complacent and sloppy is usually something that happens with high scores. Commenting on post named, quote, How to get a cougar to approach you first. He responds, I've found that a taser in the parking lot is a hell of a lot less work. He also replied to a post labeled, Girl, Girls ruin everything. With a link to an article that talks about how women are carrying around tasers to protect themselves. He commented, It's the quickest way to get that little hottie into the trunk without a fuss. Perhaps another comment that gives hints of who he is. Quote, Some people have the luxuries of enough money to retire. I've found a job I like that doesn't require much physical labor and it works for me. Happily is a computer-related field. He also frequented programming subreddits answering questions to programming novices. But out of 900 or so posts and comments, one stands out as different from the rest. In a post about most Southwest Grill, a Wings restaurant, he commented, Half of my friend has had food poisoning from eating there. Fuck that. What was the threat he spoke of? Could the comments about being a 79-year-old fat just be an online persona made up by a college kid in a frat, or was he a part of a different kind of fraternal order? I'm confused by this guy in general. His posts are all over the place. You know, I get this feeling that he's like an 8-year-old kid. It, I don't know, I just get this virgin vibe. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like a kid where they imagine to go to places to go all over the world and see beautiful women, mm -hmm. you know? So that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, this story, it goes in deep. 
So if you're getting these vibes, just keep coming with us. Although his posts seem scattered, he spent most of his time moderating the jailbait subreddit, sharing images mostly. He used an image hosting site of his own creation, often hotlinking his site as that old guy's image host. But it was a redirect to a website by the name of Lake City Quiet Pills. Yeah, interesting name, right? It is an image hosting site, primarily hosting pornographic images of barely legal teens. The hosting site was open to all with very few rules. At the time, the image host site was barely noticeable. A popular image hosting site at the time was like Imager. You remember that? Yeah. Back before Reddit could even host images. Mm-hmm. Sites like Imager were in higher demand. A bunch of people hosted images on this website. That's that's basically all he did was just share images on this jailbait subreddit. But in 2009, Religion of Peace left his last comment on Reddit. He talked about reporting spammers and was never heard from again. Uh, from now on, I'm just going to call Religion of Peace R.O.P., So, less than a day after ROP's last post on July 18th of 2009, an account by the name of 26 was created. The user 26 created a post titled, The End of Religion of Peace. He died today. Do you want to read that post? Yeah. The post reads, I'm the person who provided religion of peace the space for that old guy's image host. Milo died today. He was 79 years old. He died at his desk looking at your site. Milo was a mean old fucker. Mean and ornery. He hooked me up with my first gig when I got out of the army. I didn't like find him that way. Milo don't have any living relatives and no real friends. And other than his landlady and a few people he worked with, he didn't talk to anyone about much of anything. Me, he just tolerated. As I said, he was mean. I think he used to be a shield to keep people away from him. Milo thought God was some kind of con game thought up by some lazy sons of bitches who didn't want to work every day. So he's going into the fire on Monday without a surface just like he wanted. I'm planning to dump his ashes in the woods in PA near where he was born. Can't put him right there cause there's a mall there now. I give the girl next door his raggedy old cat and most of his books. His computers and tronic shit he tacked for disabled vets and VVA. All the rest of the stuff is for the Salvation Army. All those years and everything he owned fits in the trunk of my car. I don't know what else to say. I will miss him, miserable bastard. Yeah, so far it sounds like very sincere in a way. Like this person really know Milo. Yeah, I mean, he obviously knows where Milo grew up. They must have spent some time together. Yeah, but also it's a little weird that he is gonna put Milo's ashes near a mall. Many comments followed this post. Some Redditors remember his grumpy disposition towards spammers, others thanking him for his jailbait contributions, some even thanking him for his service, and some thanking him for his image host. One user questions the death as a hoax. Quote, I'm sorry, this all seems so fake. Are you guys genuinely believing this? You guys ought to know a hoax. 2-6 responded, You are an ass. Milo was my friend. And I was taking him to dinner on Friday. He worked at home most days. I guess I ought to call his manager. So thanks for that. I don't know why he liked this stuff. 2-6 also commented to well-wishers. God damn. I didn't know so many people could like him that didn't sling a gun with him. Thank you. So I'm out of here now. I don't do this stuff like you and Milo. Take care. 
keep the faith. 26's final comment reads as follows. If you're interested, this is where Milo is now. A Google Maps location link to south of Gettysburg. The location was the former home slash farm of Milo before he joined the military. The farm was sold and a mall and a holiday inn sat on the location currently. It's kind of weird, right? I don't know if I'd post that to people. This is super personal. Very personal. Yeah, what a weird thing to do to comment to these people. The, you know, when I start to read this, it does kind of feel like a hoax. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because I believe it's not a hoax. Well, if it is a hoax, it is the longest hoax. <laughs> it's like, what is this, like 20 years? Yeah, also super boring. Yeah, what else? Yeah, nobody figured it out for like... <laughs> Like now we're lucky enough to talk about it because we have information. Oh, I can't imagine back in the days. All they can talk about. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. There's so little to work with. As people remembered Milo, posting comments Milo had shared in the past, some users began to investigate ROP and the user 2.6. Through ROP posts, they saw other websites mentioned, dick.com and fark.com. Com. Similar usernames appeared on these websites as well. One in particular was a user by the name of Angel26. On the website fark.com, the user Angel26 was created in 2001 and had some similarities to both ROP and 26. He commented on posts about artillery and ammunition and on each of his comments at the end he had a signature. It reads as follows. Dispensing Lake City quiet pills for a lousy bastard in need of permanent rest since 1968. After more examinations, the user's email address was listed as angel26 at lakecityquietpills.com. On date, Angel26 made a post in 2007. Coincidentally, another user by the name of Religion of Peace left a comment on the post. People started to debate whether or not the two users were one in the same, echoing the user who claimed that this was all a hoax. As more people got into the debate, users started to search LakeCityQuietPills.com for more information. What was discovered sent Reddit users down a rabbit hole. Yeah, so this Lake City Quiet Pills image hosting website was up since at least 2001. And these characters are revolving around each other. Angel 2-6 and Religion of Peace are showing up on the same website talking to each other. Yeah, this is so fishy. I don't really know what is going on. Neither do I. The website itself seemed like any other pornographic website at the time. One of the only things that stood out about this website is that there was no advertising of any kind. Reddit users were intrigued, and after inspecting the HTML code, users found a list of secret messages dating back over 10 years written in this code. People also noticed the same signature Angel26 used in the code as well, dispensing Lake City quiet pills for lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since 1968. Underneath that, users noticed code names and operations. They also noticed acronyms like CCW, W-slash-W, EU, Non-Con US, Iron Keys, which only deepened the intrigue. They also noticed what seemed to be job listings in the code. 
users started noticing the listings resembling what at least look like wet work or mercenary work. One of the messages reads as follows. Shade is mainstreaming the calendar and has access to the file dump. Angel has the job posting for EU and Asia. We aren't sending anyone to ME. Don't ask for listings. Another listing reads, two ground types, fluent in Farsi, Arabic, French. No papers, no problems. Another stated, immediate need, 8 to 10 Chinese, Korean. Fluent Korean dialect accents. Details after contact, 12 weeks half pay, sequester on refusal. Some of the listings were being updated as Reddit users were investigating, which made Redditors think that Lake City Quiet Pills website was a front for a contract killing listing of the high-end variety. If 2-6 and ROP are two different person, they talk to each other using the same method of Reddit or LakeCityQuietPills.com. They are communicating on Dig. They're communicating on FARC. They're communicating on the back end of Lake City Quiet Pills. Maybe they are partners. Like, I mean, lovers. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Oh, dude, I, I don't know. Here's what I'll say. If these two users are the same person, then they've been talking to each other. For like t- for like ten years. If this is a hoax, right? This person is going to insane amount of commitment, mm-hmm. right? If you Google quiet pills, you will you will find out. You will. <laughs> you will. You will find out that is a euphemism for bullets. Certain weapons manufacturers call subsonic ammunition quiet pills due to the silent nature of the bullets. You will also find something called Lake City Army Ammunition Plan or Lake City Arsenal, which is a government-owned facility in Independence, Missouri, established by Remington Arms in 1941 to manufacture and test small-caliber ammunition for the U.S. Army. The facility has remained in continuous operation except for one five-year period following World War II. As of July 2007, the plan produced nearly 1.4 billion rounds of ammunition per year. Strange coincidence. Definitely the plot is thickening. Reddit users started backtracking the website's code towards the date of Milo's death. They found a posting dated on the same day of the announcement of ROP's death that was made on Reddit. The message read, I'm sorry to tell you that old Milo died today. He went quite calm, not like we all figured. I gave the fat mangy cat to the little girl next door. No services or nothing. You know Milo. I'm taking his ashes back to where his farm was. Close to it anyway. There's a mall where his place was. So hoist up a few for the old man and remember what he said. Keep with the man who's got your back. A couple months later, another posting seemed to continue the story. For those of you who have asked, I bricked Milo's iron key the same day. All is well. If you don't know what an iron key is, it's basically an encrypted flash drive. People on the internet like to say that this is like some sort of like spy shit, but it's just an encryption. You could, anybody can buy one of these things. It still is kind of interesting that these people are using iron keys. A couple months after that, another post was made to the back end of Lake City Quiet Pills. Milo's will cleared probate. Surprise, Milo was loaded. Email Shade if we sent you out in 2005 through 2009. 
Shade will have checks cut for you. Amount is on how many times, not by pay total. Small shares are 3 to 4K. Not long after that, another message popped up. Happy New Year's, everyone. We're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Party starts at 1500 at the usual. Send your RSVP to Shade. FYI, we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming from out of the area and one night for locals. Come hoist one up for Dutch Milo, which should have been the conclusion to a story about a Redditor who had passed away. Only made people more suspicious. What if this was like the movie Split? Oh my god. It's like Patricia. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is Patricia. <laughs> that, that would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like having multiple emails. Talking to yourself. Yeah. Redditors started correlating the date of Dutch Milo's birthday celebration to one of the most famous assassination of current times. On the same day of Milo's celebration, a man by the name of Mahmoud Al-Mabou was killed in his hotel room in Dubai. Mahmoud Al-Mabou was a part of the Hamas military wing. If you don't know what Hamas is, it's a touchy subject. Some label it a terrorist organization, others label it freedom fighters, others say it's a governing bodies. The organization main goal is the creation of the Palestinian state. Mahmoud claimed credit for killing of two Israeli soldiers, which made him a high value target to Israel. Attempts on his life were frequent especially after involving himself with Iran's revolutionary guards. The first assassination attempt was a car bomb that failed. After that, an attempt on his life was made through poisoning him in his hotel in Dubai. The attempt left him ill but was not fatal. He recovered, assuming he had just been sick. Seems like a tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody, it's like a, like a bullet goes right by you and you're like, what's that, a mosquito? Yeah. <laughs> Unaware of the attempt on his life, he continued to frequent Dubai with few security precautions. Even still, Almabu used fake passports and used pseudonyms to book his hotels. His computer was infected with malware, which allowed operators to know his comings and goings one of which being a flight to Dubai on January 19th, the day of Milo's birthday party. Almabu was to arrive in Dubai on January 19th, 2010. At the same time, a group of more than 24 highly trained military-aged individuals met at the hotel Mabu was due to check in at. Three members of the team stand out, most likely being the team leads. Gail Fallier, Kevin Deveron, and Peter Evinger frequented Dubai and the hotel over five times within the year, most likely planning routes and contingencies for the assassination. When Almabu's flight came in, he was immediately tailed from the airport gate all the way to his hotel. So the team split up into a couple groups. Uh, one of the groups, like a group of around 12, followed him as he made his way to the hotel, often passing right by him. Yeah, trading places with other operators while Almabu was none the wiser. The other group already waiting at the hotel with a few single operators at backup hotels in the area. Security footage from Almabu Boo's hotel showed the operators relaxing in different parts of the hotel waiting for Almabu. It also shows them changing disguises and wigs periodically. Uh, one of the looks they were rocking, like a tourist. 
you know, like <laughs> sunglasses and the shorts. And then all of a sudden, they change out into a tennis getup. So okay. he's like holding a tennis racket. <laughs> he's got okay. his little visor on. That's funny. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of back in the day when I used to see those movies and the spy would be behind a newspaper with the holes cut out. It reminds me of Ocean 17. No, 11. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean 17. God damn, how many were there? Once Al Mabu arrived at the hotel, all the actors, including the ones at the backup hotel locations, all converged on Al Mabu's location. The man in the tennis getup follows Mabu back to his room, passing by it only to confirm the number 230. He relayed that information to Peter Evinger, and Peter requested a room directly across the hall from Mabu. All the operators met in Peter Evinger's room. Well, there's like over 10 people in this room, you know. I guess while they were planning, Al Mabu left. He went to a nearby mall. CCTV from the mall reveals that he was followed by members of the team there as well. While Mabu was at the mall, members of the team left Peter Evinger's room, you know, and just literally crossed the hall and started hacking Mabu's door, the electronic key code, almost being caught by a hotel guest exiting the elevator. One of the team distracted the guest while the others were able to gain entry into the hotel room. The team all flooded their way into Al Mabu's room and would await his arrival. So I've seen a video of the whole thing in action. You can find it on YouTube and we'll also link it to our show note. But it was like, it was a tight group. Like I think they have like perfect cooperation in between each other. They're like... Total pros. Yeah... Dude, these guys were like ghosts. It's just their their outfits are so funny. These yeah. women in these uh, wigs. Yeah. I mean, guys, it's like they move so regular that you don't even notice what they're wearing. They're great actors for yeah. sure. Yeah. And also, if I was Almabu, I would not go to the mall. I would not even choose a hotel to begin with. So do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the quote that Religion of Peace said earlier. Uh, getting complacent and sloppy is usually something that will happen with the high scores. I feel like Mabu got sloppy. You know, Possibly. He, he should have known. I mean, not, not that he just got confident mm-hmm. that he, he had it on lock in Dubai. Yeah. Al Mabu will enter his room but not leave alive. After about 20 minutes... Operatives begin to trickle out of the room. One by one, the operators will leave the hotel in an intermittent fashion. After four hours, almost all operatives would not only have left the hotel, but left the country. All of their flights were tracked all over the world to South Africa, Germany, and many more locations. Almabu's body was discovered the next day around 12 hours later. Hotel staff would find the body but stated that the door's privacy latch was locked from the inside, which prompted investigators to rule the death's natural causes until results from the autopsy would reveal foul play. Almabu was injected with high-grade muscle relaxants, which paralyzed Almabu while simultaneously keeping him conscious. He was electrocuted and suffocated and all while conscious. Due to the high-value nature of the assassination, Dubai quickly identified the operators and found out that all members of the team frequent Dubai during the previous month's 
often staying at Almabu's hotel. All operatives used fake passports provided. Pay in cash or Pioneer credit cards, which is a prepaid credit card. 18 of the operatives were placed on Interpol's most wanted list. 11 of the assassins' photos will be distributed to the public. None of the operators were caught. In the aftermath of looking for the assassins, Ireland's Foreign Affairs Office would critique Israel, claiming that most of the passports were created by Israel. Israel refused to comment. U.S. officials refused to cooperate with any investigations and refused to even hand over the cardholder detail of any of the pioneer credit cards used by the assassins. To this day, every aspect of this case remains unsolved. Yeah, as a rule of thumb, I never really trust anybody who has these credit cards. To tie it back into Milo's birthday party listed on Lake City Quiet Pills backend, uh, we have to start with the time. In the HTML code listing, it said party start at 1500 which is the same time that al mabu was landing in dubai also stated we got 38 rooms in the marriott on 46 shade has key cards for locals pick up at the party give your travel names at the desk and that's it no id needed since we're covering the bill keep the room service under 500 okay the phones there are not secure the bus service from the hotel leaves at 13.30. Car service vouchers for the return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI. Two weeks after the assassination on LakeCityQuietPills.com, another message was posted saying, Here is the final for the party. Hotel rooms, $48,341. Limo, $6,080. Bus, $569. Bar bill, $18,890. Food, 8,030. Dancers, 8,300. Tips, 850. Miscellaneous expenses, 2,840. Medical supplies, 180. The total of this party was a little bit over 94,000. At the end of it, it said, you all did Milo proud. Thanks. The site continues to list jobs. One of them reads, Immediate need for four Korean, fluent Korean dialect, accent details after contract, six-week half-pay sequester on refusal, six-month gig bonus. Another listing reads, two business class security, fluent French required. Another reads, two light surveillance, no US W slash W, no MEX. When this posting was made, this is when Redditor started to figure it out about the HTML. Less than a couple hours after the post appeared on Reddit, telling users to check out the HTML, the site's coding was deleted and encrypted. Redditors broke the encryption and the site was taken down and never reinstated. If it's a hoax, I don't know why they have to delete it. Yeah, right? You would think like it would be more beneficial to make it more famous. Yep, exactly. If you made it as a hoax... And you want people to see it. Like when you get an audience, wouldn't you just want it to get more views on it? That's what I would think. I mean, I feel like pranksters do their work to get some sort of recognition. But also another thing is dancers, bus, every single thing that they had in the party cost a lot. Yeah, what kind of party is this for a group of workers? Like a group of, like they're supposedly all working together? Mm-hmm. I mean... 
I had a nice job, and, you know, back in D.C. Their version of a party was taking us to the bowling alley and let, allowing us to have pizza. And it was Aww. a nice job. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Or they, they, or they have their little, like, mingling things. But $94,000 for a company party. Yeah. So weird. What type of boss allows their employee to have a $500 room service tab? They gotta be fair, fair rich. To this day, the story still gets bought up on Reddit. Two years ago, a user popped up on Reddit by the name of Retirement Plan Like City Quiet Pills. He created one post before never being active again. The post reads as follows, quote, It's time to stop. These people are very rich, but that money doesn't come from work work. Shade and Milo were software engineers at a later stage of their life due to injuries sustained in combat. Maybe not Shade, but he still went that route as well. Their jobs were organizing heists, smuggling ops, simple as that. This is why recruitment was largely language-based. Work work does pay well, but not well enough to net you millions for operations when your team is only a few men large. The money does not come out of thin air and let you buy heavy weaponry. Some of these posters and members on Reddit have no background in work work. They do, however, have work in public and private transportation. Milo is definitely real and at a later part of his life started believing his duties to others who continued his work. His hobbies were web hosting, programming, 3D modeling, jerking off and organizing jobs as he spends a third part of his life on the web. His organization went under after Shade's suicide. He had cancer anyways, and I think the new one has been operating for three years. I will respect their privacy, and hopefully this gives people closure. The initial belief that is a PMC stationed in Africa is wrong. Milo had right-wing leanings and recruited like-minded people. Look at what Rhodesia really means to people nowadays and you will understand. South Africa is still deemed their home due to the real estate they kept buying up, but they have operated across the world. Also easy to find desperate like-minded people there. A message to the Lick City Quiet Pills. I cleared your tracks. Have a good one. That's weird. It's like, oh, here. Like, somebody explained everything. Yeah. How do you know all this shit? I can say something like that. I'll respect your privacy. <laughs> but let me tell you everything about them. Something is going on super fishy here. Yeah. I can't tell what it is, to tell you the truth. Do you have any theories? Yes. Okay. So my theory is that this is a private contractor assassination. Angel 2-6 and Religion of Peace are the same person. Religion of Peace death is only a green light to the assassination. The spot where he's gonna put his ashes is where they met for the assassination meeting. Since it was a hotel, like who the fuck put people's ashes at a motel? Or <laughs> at the parking lot of the, a motel? You know? And also, the post about the party expenses mentioned about medical supplies. Some people see it as drugs that they had in a real party. But I think someone in the assassination group got hurt during the attack. Did you know that Almabu was a bodybuilder? So he won a tournament. 
before in the competitions. He seems like a tough guy.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw, I've seen his pictures before, and I've seen the, the videotapes of what transpired. He looked like a schlub. You know, he was kind of a thick boy.、Mm-hmm. Also, he didn't look like a pushover. Oh,、uh, yeah, yeah. Almabu was a sportsman who once won a bodybuilding tournament in Gaza. So maybe he fucked up a couple of people in that assassination group. Also on the bill, it lists, quote, Fat Tommy and Stu are okay. So maybe Fat Tommy and Stu beat up by Almabu. <laughs> These fucking names, right? Fat Tommy, Dutch Milo. Yeah, Stu. Stu. Age 026. Shade. <laughs> It's me, your boy, Shade. I think it's got to be said because it's been said on the internet that this could be all fake. This could be all some nonsense created by one person. But I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine the type of person who could commit to this amount of、uh, spread out work. Years. Years on different websites, constantly talking to each other. I think it's real. Yeah, I think so too. So, add on to my suspicions on the whole thing. Barely sociable. A very popular YouTube channel did a Lake City Quiet Pills video back in September 2019. They have over 1 million views on this video alone. They came out later on Twitter saying it's just a hoax in December 2019, just a couple months right after. Here are some of the tweets. Quote, Been holding my tongue for this one for a while. But Lake City Quiet Pills was a hoax made by a hardcore role player on Second Life. His name was Trent Katsu, and he had a server friend by the name of Tigodo Spotty Stripes. There was no merc work, and Religion of Peace and Milo were the same. The guy also went by like 49 different names Trent the Thief. Flank, Angel26, JP4. Oh, yes, Trent Katsu is a furry role player too. So, yeah, not too far fetched. This person will pretend to be something like a military vet. So, some people are very happy with this answer, believing that was just a hoax. But I think this sound like barely sociable got too much attention on social media. So, people started to connect the dots together. And that's where the government or whoever want them to shut up about it. And Tell them to debunk themselves. If this is a hoax, it was created by Barely Social. What the fuck are,、oh, they, what are they talking about?、That's、His、true. name is Trans Katsu and he's got 49 different aliases. What? Yeah. How do you know that?、Mm-hmm. It's like all the, all the people in this story seem to know everything about everybody. If this was a hoax, it was created by you. We're on to you, Barely Social. <laughs> I think it's real. I hope it's real. I mean, this dude, what a chatty Kathy of an assassin.、Mm-hmm. Right? I could imagine talking like that with your friends, not on some website. Yeah. I think this is for sure one of the unsolved mysteries out there, but also there's like so much room to think about. On the scale from one to ten, one being it's a fake, to ten being it's real. <laughs> it's a fake. What is it? I would say s 
7.5. That is real. <laughs> yeah, dog. I think that's just real. I give that shit a 10. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine the type of person who could pull off this 20-year scheme of talking to themselves. <laughs> what? Well, who knows? Yeah, th- yeah, who knows? We find it interesting. Definitely an intriguing story. Yep. This could be a movie. Yep. They should make a movie out of it. Yeah, Hollywood make that Lake City Quiet Pills movie. Pew, pew. Starring Keanu Reeves pew, as pew. John Wick. John Wick and Milo are going to fight at the end. <laughs> Face off. <laughs> Face off. Yeah, John Wick versus Milo is played by Nicolas Cage. Oh, that would be great. Weekly world news. All right, so, you know, doing this research on this subject, most of the time went into looking through Religion of Peace's comments and posts. And, oh my gosh, what a dumpster fire. Just all over the place. He did talk about Bat Boy. Whoa. Yeah, he was making fun of, I think, crop circles or something like that. And he was like, it's either Bat Boy or Aliens who did that. So... You know, this one goes out to the late great Milo talking Mm -hmm. about Bat Boy. In this week's Weekly World News, it says, Hot pursuit of half bat, half human. Bat Boy leads cops on three-state chase. It shows Bat Boy in a Mini Cooper saying, uh, Mutant steals Mini Cooper card for joyride. (laughs) I feel like Bat Boy is on the run now. You know, he got locked up in Argentina fighting Santa. Yeah, I feel like he still look like a kid right now. Oh, so you think the cops, like, drove by and thought he was a child? Yep, yep. Well, I mean, he is a child, right? He's, he's bad boy. He's not yep. Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> what do you think he talks like? You think he talks like Batman? I'm bad boy. I think he talks like this. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's got a lisp. Yeah. He's like, the aliens. <laughs> That's cute. It's uh, sad to see Bad Boy in trouble again. He's leading a tough life. He doesn't have a home yet. (laughs) The next one we got is Kitten Guilty of Murder signed a petition inside or she dies. So, you know what's funny? Hmm. It reminds me of some people believe cats are aliens. If so, maybe there's murderers out there that are cats. So in the cover, you see this super cute kitten got strapped to the bed. And behind the kitten, you see this hand is holding a needle. She's going to be put down. Yep. But you know, this kitten, I mean, they're, they're taking a lot of precautions. From his belly to his paws are all strapped to the bed. Dangerous cat. Yep. This is going to be our last episode of this season. But don't worry, we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to try to handle our seasons like the actual seasons. Like (laughs) spring. We'll be back. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. It was fun. Be sure to follow our social media links. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, all of the ones, uh, The Cosmic Rodeo. Uh, check out our website, thecosmicrodeo.com, for the show notes. It was fun. We'll be back. And it was creepy. We'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, what a, what a bunch of stories. I felt like it's a great bonfire story. It's kind of an urban legend, mm-hmm. in a way. Thanks for tuning in with us. See you later, Space Cowboy. Bye. Bye.